a coordinated effort by that executive engagement team amongst all the essential stakeholders at your own company uh, to make sure you're on message and that you're using insight that you know that they're going to care about um, is really, really critical, maybe more now than ever. Hello and welcome. I'm Rob Levitt and you're listening to C-Suite Marketing, expert conversations on how to tackle one of the toughest challenges for B2B marketing, building trusted relationships with clients and prospects at the senior executive level. C-Suite Marketing is brought to you by Boardroom Insiders, a business intelligence platform that makes executive engagement easier than ever. Learn more at boardroominsiders.com. Learn more about this podcast at itsma.com. Check out today's show notes and other episodes of C-Suite Marketing. Now for today's show. I'm here today with Lee Demby, president and co-founder of Boardroom Insiders. Lee, welcome. Thanks for joining the conversation. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, really looking forward to this. Uh, We've been huge fans of Boardroom Insiders for years. And I want to start off, just share with our listeners um, about the work that you do. Tell us a little bit about Boardroom Insiders. Yeah, uh, Boardroom Insiders has been around about 10 years. And we are executive insight for executive engagement, just about as plainly put as I can Uh, say it, you know, uh, senior level marketers, ABM uh, practitioners and field marketers use this to uh, empower all levels of executive engagement. Okay. And you've got a database of what, 20,000 senior executives? That's right. Our database is is 20,000 VP to C-level executives, Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 size companies, uh, executive profiles. Uh, so it's really telling the complete professional story of each one of those executives a bit, as if you were going to go meet with them tomorrow, which everything you'd want to know. Right. And so these literally are the people that uh, ITSMA members and other um, you know, marketing and sales organizations are focused on connecting with, building relationships with, ultimately selling to. Um, so you provide a tremendous resource to help them uh, be smarter about those approaches yeah thanks we we we'd certainly try that along with our our newer services which have the relationship mapping and uh, priority analysis etc oh great thanks for um let's get into that in a few minutes but let's um let's go next i know that you and the team lee have been looking at what senior executives are talking about right now amidst the pandemic. I mean, one of the things that we at ITSMA have been talking about is that the data and insight you have on the executives you're trying to reach from a few months ago, you need to throw that out the window because everything has changed, all the disruption. So you've been digging in. What are you seeing right now from the folks that you're tracking? Rob, so, I think you're right. And so the, the really interesting thing that we've noticed in the last, particularly the last 30 to 45 days, is that we've been reviewing roughly 300, 400 earnings calls. It's just part of our editorial process mm-hmm. to see what these senior level executives are talking about, uh, what we can glean for that. And 
I think you're correct. If you're looking at earlier this year, uh, everything was about growth. It was about digital transformation. And in the last, I'd say, 30 days, what we've noticed is more and more executives obviously are recognizing uh, the pandemic, COVID-19, those impacts on its business. But keep in mind, this first uh, level of earnings calls has been, it's, it's, it's reflecting January, February, March for most of these companies. It doesn't bake in April and May uh, for most of these companies. Right, so they're, they're reporting on the first quarter of calendar 2020, but they're also looking ahead. Right, they're giving guidance on what's coming ahead. But from the from a pure financial standpoint, they don't have the full bake of the impact of all of this. Right. So, but you can still read, and we're still hearing some really interesting insight that, frankly, we weren't anticipating. We thought maybe, like you just proposed, that most of these folks were throwing growth out the window, digital transformation out the window. But the reality is, is that. Most of these leaders still have an eye on the long term. They're thinking very strategically about how they can capitalize on this moment. Sure, they're talking about work from home. Sure, they're talking about virtual, but they're they're very focused on their long term strategy and how they can maybe accelerate that in some cases. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, you know, on the one hand, this is an unprecedented crisis and situation. On the other hand, we've been through major disruptions before. Right. The folks that you're looking at, you know, they've been around the block, so to speak. They went through, you know, 2007, 8, 9, 2000, 2001, right? right? So they do understand that, you know, they're in crisis, there is opportunity as well. Well, and that, that's where I think we see the divide in, in like, you know, in, in terms of what leaders are prepared for this. And maybe this lends a hand to some of your audience here about uh, what to look for. Um, but there's if the leaders are talking about, you know, restart and recovery, if they're if they're talking about growth, they're not throwing out the window. That's not, you know, completely out the window. They're still talking about restart and recovery, and they're talking about how they can capitalize on this. That's really interesting. The other part I think that's really fascinating is a leadership when they're talking about extreme agility. That seems to be the one of the new keywords. Those executives typically we're seeing a trend. Those are the executives that have been through this before. Uh -huh. The ones that pivoted well back in 07, 08, 09. Uh, like you said, maybe 2000. Yeah. They've been there before. They've done this. They've realized they have to bat down the hatches quick, pivot quickly, and and, uh, and you know push the gas pedal where appropriate. Right. I want to pick up on that because you know the the first thing that we often look at is how are different industries being affected. Oh, yeah. I think what you're pointing to is a more granular level, which is individual companies may be reacting and responding very differently, even in the same industry. Yeah, 100%. Um, as a matter of fact, we've had this conversation with some of our customers who are you know, senior level marketers with ABM programs. And that's the one thing I'm starting to hear more and more of yeah. is account selection. You know, it's, it seems to be the, you know, where they had the one to one program or the one to few in their clusters. And that was set at the beginning of the year. Now they're having to pivot that. Yeah. But to your point, though, a lot of these, um, 
you know, a lot of these industries aren't what you think. Uh, that's the other part that's come out in the research. Sure, there's some industries that are suffering more than others, but that doesn't mean every company is suffering. Right. You know, right. They uh, and the industries you think that would be doing well, some of those companies may not be because of their cash position, or maybe they went through an acquisition and they're having to digest this, whatever it may be. So it's uh, I think that's probably one of the bigger pieces of insight we've kind of gleaned in the last 45 days. Oh, really interesting. And it it, it does absolutely jibe with um, the conversations we've been having with a lot of our members about uh, account-based marketing. And if anything, now's the time to double down. Yeah. That more targeted programs, more account-based insight and focus um, because, you know, the, the broad generalizations that always were limited <laughs> are even more so now. You know, it, I mean, in some ways we, we talk about a back to basics, you know, and so the fundamentals of marketing and sales, you know, really understand your customers, really understand their issues, focus on their priorities. I mean, those have always been true, but when times are good, you can maybe skate by them a little bit faster. Now, you know, we really need to, to go deeper. We'll be back after a very quick break. Enjoying the podcast? Want to learn more about C-Suite marketing? Send us a comment and we'll add you to a drawing to win a copy of my colleague Bev Burgess's book, Executive Engagement Strategies, How to Have Conversations and Develop Relationships that Build B2B Business. Okay, now back to the show. So tell me a little bit more because, you know, I know that you do work with a lot of the same kind of companies we do, large tech, professional services, you know, other B2B services. Um, the folks that you're working with, what are the things that they're asking you now for help with? Right. You know, so it, actually one of the things, um, one of the reasons that we've been publishing some of the research that we have been that I just shared was because of that question. You know, I asked a lot of our larger customers about 45 days ago, 60 days ago about what's what's not being covered right now you know from a content perspective what are you trying to figure out uh, one of our customers said well i just don't believe that digital transformation is a hot topic right now like it used to be you know that's can you can you in this particular industry or with yeah. CIOs or cisos in this space is it so in other words they're looking for a source of truth uh, on some mm -hmm. of this which is very hard to do you know, for anybody, including us, to be a source of truth of anything, uh, and particularly in a situation like this pandemic. Uh, but that's one of the things that we're being asked about, uh, really going back to the previous question. The other thing is, is they want to know what other people are doing relative to executive engagement. Right. You know, how are they doing it? Right. Um, the virtual part is a given now. You know, that's, of course. Right. Virtual, but, know. yeah. But how are they doing it well is, is what they want to know. 
Well, let, I mean, that's actually a good segue. Let's back up a little bit and just, you know, go back to some fundamentals. You know, we always talk about with executive engagement, you know, C-suite executives, senior level executives at your customers and prospects are the hardest people to reach. They have the least amount of time. They have the least amount of tolerance for things that are not relevant right. or helpful. I mean, that's the basis of your whole company is providing that insight. So just tell me a little bit more about that basic issue of why it's so important to have that kind of granular insight into the executives that we're trying to reach. Rob, I think it's so important because uh, particularly for ABM practitioners and field marketers for the basic reason that you don't want to embarrass yourself. Right. <laughs> and, you know, ultimately our benefiting population of um, our insight, while oftentimes it's filtered through marketing teams, the benefiting population is the account team that's calling on a Coca-Cola or a Home Depot or right. a Target. And they're trying to engage. Now, it could be as simple as they've secured a meeting with or without our help or anyone else's help. Maybe they've secured a meeting next week with the chief information security officer and they have literally 20 minutes. Maybe they've invited that person to uh, an NFL football game and they have a chance to be with them, you know, in the in the box or something at the game. And so at its bread and butter kind of level, why is it so important? is because you, you really need to communicate quickly that you're not product pitching. It, it just sounds like something that's been replayed a thousand times, a million right. times, and it has, but it's still an issue. Um, it's still, you know, our market is just not that efficient with salespeople who go out and, and work at a very consultative level, even at the C-suite. It's surprising, actually, I think. Right. You know, it's it's interesting. One of my my friends who ran a, a C-suite marketing program used to say he was at a very large brand name company and he would say, you know, it's actually not that hard to get a meeting, but it's really hard to get the second meeting. Yes. And it's just to your point of, OK, the brand name may get us in the door. It's like, oh, OK, we're IBM or Cisco or SAP, whatever. Um, I'll take the meeting. Yes. But boy, if you're not effective in that 20 minutes, and it often is that brief. That's right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and the other reason it's very, very important is that the majority of um, the majority of these uh, large technology companies that are selling at that level. The truth is, if you're talking about a Fortune 100 or a Fortune 250 company, there's a really good chance you may only be with that CIO, the, the global CIO that makes the final decision on that 50, 150, $200 million purchase once a year, maybe once a quarter at best. It depends on how strategic your service is to that institution, but you still have to know what's important to them. You still have to know what, you know, what it is that the problems are trying to solve. Because that's what everyone who reports to them, that C minus one, C minus two, yeah. cares about. So um, we might have you know, insight on those folks, too. But yeah, to your question, why is it so important? Uh, it's because relevance just could not be more important now. Yeah. Arguably, 
maybe even more so now than ever. No, I think so. And the other thing is um, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage because we're not face to face anymore. Right. You know, and, and, and one of the huge aspects of any executive engagement program is face to face. Yes. Uh, you know, senior executives are kind of the laggards yes. when it comes to digital engagement. And so it's all about, you know, the meetings, the dinners, the roundtables, the executive briefing centers, you know, the advisory boards that meet in per it's all those things. And so I think the tolerance and patience for spending time online is, I think, even less. I 100% agree. And matter of fact, I was just talking to my own sales team about this yesterday that, mm -hmm. you know, one thing we have to consider in this environment is that there are, there's a large number of account directors and, and sales leaders that are largely effective because of their force of personality. Right. The in-person effect of being with them. It's very difficult to tell them no in person. As a matter of fact, so many of these C-level executives got to that position because they have the same force of personality, right? Right. They're brilliant and, and they have a skill set that's unique onto their own. But many of them have a force of personality that's hard to ignore. And none of that's there right now. You can't do that in person. Um, so I think this is a, again, this is another reason why insight and understanding the relevance is so considered insight. When I say considered, I mean, not something that you just digest in five minutes and pick up the phone or type out an email, but really considered insight and relevance on how that works. No, that's a, that's a really, really important point, Lee, I think. And, and it gets to, some of the internal process that you and I have talked about in the past where, you know, people are typically marketers are gathering a lot of data, hopefully generating insight from that raw data, but then feeding it to the account teams or your own senior executives who may be going in for that meeting or briefing. And that's a really tricky process because, you know, data dumps are not all that helpful. That's right. So I'm curious, and, and I know, you know, your team kind of, you know, um, worries about this, let's say. It's, you know, how do you do the consideration? You know, how do you generate considered insight and share that? across the organization. I mean, I know it's not really your job in a way right. with your clients, but you know, big global organizations, that's a challenge, right? It is. I think that, um, as I mentioned before, that bread and butter use case of I'm going to meet with the CIO next week at Coke, here's an executive briefing, or maybe you're, you're briefing your own executives to meet with other senior level executives with your right. accounts, which again, as I think particularly right now, what we're seeing with a lot of our customers. Um, you know, their, their executive leadership teams wrapping their arms around uh, the C-levels that they're their best customers and are all of their customers that matter. But I think, you know, how do you how do you scale that? How do you scale that considered yeah. ancient, uh, research? And in a way, we're fortunate because we provide insight that's really only for enterprise level sales. So 
it's not for smile and dialers. It's not for tried and true commercial sales teams. It's for enterprise level folks that are in that motion of consultative selling. Uh, but that doesn't mean that top to bottom it happens uh, the way it should all the time. Uh, and it is a challenge, you know. Um, I think that the that's actually where I think that marketers have a chance. And what we've seen over the last 10 years with this company is that's where field marketers and ABM folks have a chance to really shine and look like the heroes yeah. Yeah, that they really are, quite frankly, with these really large accounts. So, but when they can take that insight and they can show them and present it in a way that like, okay, I know, you know, John, or I know, you know, Sally, and maybe you think you could write this three page report that Boardroom Insiders has provided us here. But did you know, look at this right here, look at this right here. Think about how this connects to our strategy for the next six months. Yeah, it's it just takes a little bit more patience. No, it does. And I, I think it's, you know, one of the things we're trying to do with this series of conversations on rethinking executive engagement is look at the different aspects of a holistic strategic approach. Okay. So one of, you know, insight is at the middle of it. Absolutely. But related to that is who are you targeting? Who are you prioritizing? And that's critical because just as you say, creating that considered insight doesn't scale easily. You can't automate it entirely. And so it's analogous to ABM in the sense of what are the accounts that you care about most? And so who are the executives that you care about most? You know, don't one of the um, concerns we often have when we talk to folks who are trying to build executive engagement programs is this very broad brush approach. Well, we're looking at our top 2000 accounts and we're identifying, you know, eight roles. And all of a sudden, you're talking about 40,000 people, <laughs> right? right? Now, in our world of digital marketing, you actually can do some things with 40,000 named people, but you can't go deep. Right. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I think that, you know, we used to do these custom projects. And actually, what would happen is, is that marketers would come to us and ask that question you're asking us now and, and what asking me now, which is essentially, hey, Rob, I mean, hey, Leah, like this, this insight. Our sales teams like it for one off events, but we need to find, you know, we have a group of you know, 300 or 400 accounts or we have a group, you know, a group of 55 strategic accounts. You know, that's somewhere around about 400 C-levels. How do we, you know, what can you tell us about that? And so we would do this very manual. When I say we, I mean our editorial team. Not yeah. me. They would do this very manual process. Take you know four to eight weeks to to pull together this. Just basically reading our own stuff, and to surface up that information right. to tell you, okay, of those 425 executives, you know, did you know? Did you know that the, the CISOs in this in this in your strategic set list? are focused on these three most common priority issues. So if you think about a digital campaign, these would be priority issues and specifically how they're saying it in their words. Which is really, really important to consider. Yeah. If you're putting together a white glove event or something you want to invite these C-levels to, 
did you know that these folks, uh, out of these 425 folks, you know, 226 are former military and 210 are formerly with the Air Force and 180 have a pilot's license, things like that. Right. So you said, well, maybe you want to have an event that's at an Air Force hangar. Right. We invite this person to be the keynote speaker. And you know, did you know that out of these 425 folks, these 16 seem to be the hyper network folks in the group. So if you can get these eight people to come, then these folks will probably come too. And so what we did, Rob, is we turned that actually into a, a fingertip ready service. We call it BI Pro, but it's to answer that question of where do we start? You know, where do we start if we're building this event, if we're building this ABM program, if we're, if we know that these are the customers we need to be focused on, but where do we start with these C-level executives? And what do we say after we start? Right. Well, I also, I do want to pick up this point about the influencers among the executives, because, you know, that's something, another conversation in our series is actually with, with Leoden, who does influencer marketing. And we know that um, senior executives most trust and respect their peers. But of course, some of them are a lot more influential than others. Yeah. And so on the one hand, it's like we want executive insight to give to our account teams so they can have more productive meetings. But it is some of those broader programs. Can we identify the most you know, aggressive networkers or, or most influential among a group that we're trying to reach and then you know do some special activity with them and you've got tell us a little bit you know the risk of a sales pitch here tell us a little more excuse me tell us a little more about this tool of the kind of relationship mapping that you're now able to do yeah sure so basically what we're doing is, is that I think there's several services out there that can do relationship mapping across an enterprise everyone that you have in your enterprise and how you may or may not be connected to certain accounts and the contacts at those accounts. What we found and where we thought would be more differentiated is if you could look at uh, a, a pick them, any number of executives that you want, uh, that you're focused on across accounts and even against your own executive leadership and give you the context of how those folks are connected beyond just one single data point. So instead of, um, Rob, how are you and I connected from our past employment at, say, Bank of America? I made that up. But, well, how are we connecting our past employment at Bank of America at the exact same time range in the same positions and multiple positions and then multiple personal interests that were both pilots and that we both like red wine or that we both sit on the board that, you know, Duke's. Um, you know, Fuquay, you know, MBA school or whatever. That's the context that we're looking for, that we're trying to, and we'll sift through to figure out exactly, is this a really a relationship or does this look like something that's just, you know, one data point? Right. No, that's great. All right. So we've got just a few minutes left. I want to look ahead and get your advice really for folks who are running executive engagement programs. You know, we're looking out at this 
incredibly disrupted environment with, you know, not at all sure when we're going to be able to get back into rooms together, leverage that force of personality you talked about. What are two or three things that you think the marketing folks, especially running executive engagement programs, should be focusing on for the next months? Well, that's number one. It's it's what we talked about at the top. You know, where are where are those companies? You know, where are those accounts right now in their journey with COVID? You know, are they suffering? You know, or not? Um, I think there's a, a chance to be very empathetic right now. And the companies I see that seem to be really doing this right uh, are connecting their own executive leadership with the executives at their their customers that are suffering, the customers that are doing well, the customers that maybe that they've they've longed to have a good relationship with but never had before. And they're leveraging their own executive teams to reach out, to offer a helping hand to get through this time, uh, particularly if they're doing something really well, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing I would have thought about is, and this is not something new, and actually I think Rob, you and I talked about this in the past, is that the larger the organization, the less organized sometimes it seems that the executive engagement is. Field marketers have, are doing something over here. ABM's doing something over here. The actual executive engagement program is doing something over here. And then the actual C-levels themselves, they may be doing something there. Uh, their chief of staff may be doing something. So I think that particularly right now, a coordinated effort by that executive engagement team amongst all the essential stakeholders at your own company uh, to make sure you're on message and that you're using insight that you know that they're going to care about um, is really, really critical, maybe more now than ever. Yeah, no, hey, music to my ears. <laughs> you know, we do, we talk a lot about orchestrating executive engagement because it is, there are so many moving parts, so many players, you know, to sort of mix a few metaphors here. And I agree now more than ever because the stakes are higher. They are. And the data is newer, you know, and, and you know, research we've done in the past has called out that those companies that are better at sharing executive insight generally are more effective. Yes. Um, and as you say, it's having that common understanding of the different executives, the accounts, the sectors, you know, what's going on right now right. with them and with how we're interacting with them. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that's a that's a good good point to to close on. Any last thoughts on this whole rethinking executive engagement question? I think it's just a, obviously I think it's a fascinating topic. Um, you know, we're in the business, so it's it's very interesting to me. It has been for a long time, and I think what's really fascinating is the timing. You know, it's. Uh, to be candid with you, Rob, the first said, say, five years of, of Boardroom Insiders, we were beating a drum, I think, that not too many people were listening to. The last five years with executive engagement has become a lot more mainstream, um, particularly in our circles, right, uh, in high-level technology, uh, sales, and marketing. Um, but now, the timing of this just could not be more critical. And it, we're all going to get through it. And I'm excited about the opportunities that are kind of come of it. And uh, I think there's just so many, so many really cool things that are happening right now. 
Oh, that's great. All right. Well, a perfect way to end, Lee. Thank you. So uh, that's it for this time. Lee Demby, Boardroom Insiders, thank you so much for a great conversation. I'm Rob Levitt from ITSMA. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to C-Suite Marketing. I hope you got at least a few new ideas. Let us know what you think and send along any questions or suggestions for upcoming episodes. And if you really enjoyed the show, do us a favor and tell two friends. Do us another favor and check out our sponsor, Boardroom Insiders, a business intelligence platform that makes executive engagement easier than ever. Boardroom Insiders helps you close bigger deals faster. Learn more at boardroominsiders.com. And don't forget to visit us at itsma.com for more on this podcast and more insight and inspiration on executive engagement, account-based marketing, thought leadership, and other B2B marketing priorities. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.